everyone, and welcome to the first ever NZ Octane podcast hosted here on the casting couch with... <laughs> you had to quiet it, didn't It you? does feel like the casting couch, though, know, sitting yeah. here staring into each other's eyes, oh, a camera facing us. They love it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I'm Daniel. I'm Isaac. Guess we better introduce ourselves a little bit. This is the first one. Hopefully you guys have seen my YouTube videos and might have seen Isaac in them if you've seen them. Maybe seen my Instagram if you you're here. I don't know what platform this is going to be released on, so I don't know. Spotify. Probably chuck it off on YouTube so they can sit us, see us sitting here on the casting couch. Spotify Perfect. can only just imagine what we're getting up to on the casting couch. The PG version. Yeah, the PG version up on Spotify. Audio only. Um, <laughs> so Isaac and I are feeling real exhausted because we just got back from a cruise. Mm-hmm. More, yep. more probably a hoon than a cruise, yeah, I think. It started as a cruise. A nice cruise out there. And then from there devolved into something else. We didn't even get far before it turned into a hoon. No. It was was maybe first five minutes, everyone sort of got on the motorway and was cruising together, and then um, I think as soon as we hit the East Tamaki off-ramp, it was just... From there, it turned to... There was, there, nightmare. there was definitely two groups. Yes, um, yes there was. I was lucky enough to be the second car at my RX-8, and... Oh, man. <laughs> we went the windy roads through, like, Clevedon, if anyone knows where that is, um, up here in Auckland, and all the way out, was it Kawa? Kawakawa Bay. Kawakawa Bay, all the way around the peninsula there. We were supposed to come back through the Hanua Ranges, but that was closed due to a crash, I think. Mm. But, um, yeah, it was intense. I reckon yep. I was so exhausted. It's like two hours of... Absolute adrenaline rush. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of glad that my girlfriend wasn't with me because then she would have been like telling me to slow down constantly. Oh, yeah. no, I had my girlfriend in there and she um, she would have preferred a slower ride. Than <laughs> did, she loves it all the same. She prefers you going slower rather than yes. fast. Yes, she she likes the cruises, not the hoons. <laughs> yeah, no, absolute fun. Few people had less luck than others. Mate of ours had his um his V8 Sora. Oh yeah. Very heavy car. Could couldn't quite take the corners like we could. Yeah. But... And then he used up a hell of a lot more fuel than uh, us as well. Only about two hundred bucks today. <laughs> only a full uh, full tank of fuel. I'm mm. I've used up three quarters getting all the way there and back from when we filled up this morning. I put I used the quarter tank all day today. I used the quarter tank. I don't know, I didn't think a Supra could be that economical. I also, for those of you that don't know, Isaac's got a Supra, so... Um, yeah, I didn't realise that they were that economical. No, it was good. Um, I could keep it tight through the corners. There's no body roll. I absolutely love the car. I got brand new tyres, spent like a grand on tyres last week, so I'm very happy. They're great now. But the car's got no body roll, so I could keep it going through the corners. <laughs> Maybe a little better than your car can. Yeah. But um, no, I kept the kept it about four k all the way through the corners, so yeah. I wasn't like on and off the accelerator like Josh was. Yeah, that's the right. I'm pretty sure that's the reason he wasn't able to quite keep up and absolutely chew through his petrol. <laughs> yeah, I I was pretty much in third or fourth gear most of the time. Oh yeah. Just because like fourth gear, I can get all the way up to like one hundred and eighty pretty much, mm-hmm. but and then um. Then, like, third gear was good for all the twisty stuff, because you still got heaps of power. Um, second gear is good, but, I mean, because the car revs all the way up to 9,500 mm. RPM, yeah. so when you're sitting in third gear doing 60, well, what, 60, 70 Ks, you're only at about five, 6,000 mm. RPM, yeah. so you're at a good yeah. level, but just 
staying in those gears for a long time chews through a lot of gas. Yeah, yeah. And I think rotaries are at least the 13B engine is probably the most uneconomical 1.3 litre engine in the world. Yeah. I mean, the speeds you were doing probably doesn't exactly help. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> through those windy roads, like, because um, the first guy on the cruise, he was an Audi S4. An RS4? No, it wasn't an RS4. Oh, okay. I think it was just a, it was an A4 and S4 or something. It was, but he was fucking quick, and he had, he was all-wheel drive. Mm. Was so, he the supercharged one? Yeah, that was, that, I think both the oh, Audi okay. station wagons were supercharged. Okay, cool. But that thing was sticking like shit to a blanket. I was going through these corners and thank God I had traction control. Thank God that the RX-8's got real good weight distribution. So it was just, it was sticking nice and I was able to go quickly. But Mm. Matt, he was just going Mm. for it, eh? Sticking like, yeah, shit to a blanket. (laughs) So I'm launching off a few of the intersections and all four wheels were going. Yeah. And they gripped, he was just He was just off, eh? It was hard to keep up with him on the straights because there was a couple. There was the Audi TT. He was he was he quick was as well. He made his way all the way from the back up to mm. the front behind me, and then along one of the straights. Probably shouldn't mention how fast we were going. <laughs> um, it was it was pretty quick, but um, they overtook me Ooh. along the straight, and I was yeah I was going quick. Yeah. Yeah. And they just went flying past me. It was the one of the Audi station wagons, the Audi TT, the BMW M3, and then eventually the VW Golf took me as well. But that yeah. was... that was oh. There was some sketchy overtakes. When he overtook me, yeah, because he oversteered around this tight corner, and we were probably both going a bit too hot into the corner. I started understeering and freaked out, and I see him shoot over into the other lane, and I was like... <laughs> it was I'm pretty sure there's some stains left on my undies from that it was I was like maybe we should slow it down everyone's still going I'm like okay nah yeah. <laughs> off yeah. we went but that was there one time um, you were well ahead of me and I had Josh behind me I'm actually going to out you Josh so if you're watching it sucks <laughs> he'd better watch it he doesn't watch any of my other YouTube videos but at least maybe he can listen to the podcast yeah um we overtook and there was a nice straight where I overtook and he should have overtaken but he didn't. So next thing we come up to a blind like banked corner. It wasn't a very steep one but double yellow lines, don't overtake. The car I overtook was right behind me and I'm just willing to him like, oh god Josh, don't you overtake, this is the absolute worst time. Because there was a car coming in the other lane. But yet, lo and behold, Josh does what Josh does, and it's not what you want Josh to do. Oh, man. Overtook the person that I had overtaken, had to swerve out into the dirt. The person in the other lane had to swerve out, and he, as he pulls away, he's absolutely laughing maniacally. Not sorry for what he's done, but oh, this sounds like man. Josh for you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> not trying to be racist, but goddamn South African, eh? <laughs> oh, he's just a maniac. Yeah, but it was a it was awesome. So shout out to Stephosaurus Wrecked for um or Steph as we know her, but yeah, Stephosaurus mm. Wrecked on YouTube and Instagram for hosting the cruise. Absolutely cruise amazing. Who, Thank you so much. Um, it was good. That's the second one we've been on with her. She's got a she's got a good YouTube channel, so go check her out. She's currently doing the manual swap on mm. her AW11 MR2, which that's a good. Good fun build to follow. Yeah. I love the car, eh? Because um, she's got a white one. Mm. My dad had a AW11 white as well. Um, back in the day, I was probably four or five when he sold that. But to this, to this day, it's still one of my favourite cars. They're 
just wicked. You no. don't see many of them around. No, not at all. I remember because before we even knew like Steph's name or anything, we I'd I'd seen her at car meets. Okay. I think you um, might have. No, I don't know if that was maybe, before maybe. or after I met you, but yeah, yeah she turned up. Um, this little white AW11 turned up at a car meet, Zumi, and that's all that I knew her as was just mm-hmm. Zumi mm-hmm. until I found out later that obviously her name was Steph. But yeah. Um, but yeah, she brought her NSX along, and that thing's clean. I love that. That's my all-time favorite car. It's so nice, and it's funny coming from someone who owns a Supra, who yeah. like for so many JDM lovers, like it's Supra or Skyline, and yeah. you've got one of the coolest JDM cars ever. Thank you, thank you. And then, like, for you mm. to say like, no, I prefer an NSX. I wouldn't trade the Supra for wouldn't an NSX, for an NSX. But it's, oh, it's tight. It's tight. Even a real clean. I'm gonna. Nah. I'm gonna manual. Oh, twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still wouldn't. But the NSX is definitely the absolute yeah. second. They're just so stylish, mm. and they look so nice. You barely see them. Like, I've mm. seen more Supras than I have NSX. Of course. And you barely see Supras around. At least I thought until I started going to car meets, and there's almost a super. Well, obviously, you bring mm-hmm. yours, but even then, there's like you generally get a couple supers that yeah. turn up to the bigger meets at mm-hmm. least. Maybe not the small ones that I used to go to, but mm-hmm. definitely like, the bigger ones like rotationals. I know four or five people that have them. I know them personally. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, and when I first started, it was quite rare. But yeah. the more I've gone to them, the more you see. Yeah. I guess the more you get to know the people mm. that own yeah. them, then they yeah. sort of come out to meet, so you mm. know, with, yeah. But, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half brain dead from the driver, it's just... Yeah. And today, the weather doesn't help, it's no. so... Isaac and I are having a nice alcoholic bevy to relax us. Sounds good. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a whole pinky out as well, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Drinking a, it out of a wine glass. Go fasty, go fasty. Yep. What's the energy drink that you've got there? It's actually it's not an energy drink. It's like a lazy energy drink. Oh shit! It's, it's, it's focus performance recovery. It's, it's, it's for the gym. It's not like actual like a V or a monster or anything. So by the gym you mean sitting on a casting couch? Yeah. 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 Getting ready. Yeah. Getting those amino acids, the all that energy up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know it. You know it. Um. Did you see the other day? I can't remember. Wh- oh, it was. I saw it on Instagram originally, but the Toyota GT three. Um, the new yes. concept that Toyota's unveiled. Mm. They unveiled that along with the was it G, the new GR Yaris or something okay. along the lines yep. of it. But they unveiled the new Toyota GT3 and that thing looks sexy. Mm, it does, it really does. To me, it reminds me of a Mercedes AMG, a Mercedes AMG mm. you know, the long one. Yeah, yeah. Classic whenever you say AMG, what people think yeah. of. One of those, it's like... It's like one of those had a baby with a Chevy Camaro. Mm. Just the lines of yeah. it, like the, the front grille, the lines of it, the squareness looks so much like a Camaro, but the elongation of the bonnet, yeah. it definitely looks like a Mercedes, which maybe that's where they got a bit of the styling from. But. I always thought the bonnet looked like Mark III Supra, it looked like they'd taken real, from that real square cut fucking bonnet. Really? I thought that's where it came from, in my opinion. Could be a bit of, I mean, if Toyota's going down that mm. route, and if this is going to, well, I guess they've got the Supra, so it's not mm. really going to be replacing it, but maybe they're taking those styling cues from what the Supra originally was mm. to make it into its own car, but mm. it's going to be interesting. I did see a theory Oh, I don't know a theory, but it's a bit of speculation because I believe it was Toyota bought 5% of Mazda really? a okay. couple of years ago. 
and Mazda, there's been a lot of conversation about them. They've just patented a 20B rotary. Ooh, you're um, happy. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> First 20B engine to come out of Mazda since the Mazda Cosmo. So, wow, wow. Um, which was back in the 90s, or the mm. UNOS, depending on where you're from. I believe it's UNOS, or yeah, mm. whatever it is. Um, yeah, so 20B rotary, and they've also patented a... What's the... Hybrid. A hybrid system to go along with it. And Mazda have been testing with hydrogen fuels, and over the past year it's come out that they Mazda believes that hydrogen may be the most efficient fuel for rotary engines. Wow. So... That could be interesting if mm. Mazda do that, but the, uh, what coming? Yeah, going back to what I was saying before, the speculation with um, Toyota having bought part of Mazda is that sort of like how, what Toyota did with the Subaru, uh, with Subaru with the BRZ mm. GT86. Yeah, they could do something like that for the GT3 if that gets released because okay. the GT3 also looks a lot like the Mazda. RX Vision, which I believe Mazda teased back in 2016. Wow. So when you Google Mazda RX-9, because I'm waiting for them to give me something mm, on that. Yeah. Um, when you Google it, it looks very similar mm. stylistically and just the shape of everything to um, the GT3 concept. So, And Toyota has also recently patented the Celica name. Again, cool. so they've renewed the patenting on that. Mm. So, mm. if they release the GT3 under the Celica name, and then maybe Mazda do their RX9, maybe they could release it with two different engine options, depending mm. on whether you buy the Mazda or the um, Toyota, and it could be a bit of crossover. You get some parts shared and yeah, whatnot, which will be interesting. Because I mean, I, I do hope they do it justice. Because the last. Car, a combination car that Toyota brought out didn't exactly go as well. Don't you, don't you mean the new BMW? Yes. The, yes, the BMW, do, I mean what is it, BMW Z4? Yep. Yep. They, they meant well. The concept. I love the concept. The I'm, concept looks I'm the so Superman cool. through and through. I'm a diehard Superman. And the concept came out and I thought that thing was shit off. Oh, bro. Everyone, when we saw the concepts, were like, bruh, that looks cool. Mm. Everyone was so excited for it. And then they unveiled the Mark V Supra and everyone's oh. like, what? You rebadged a Z4. Yeah, with like a slightly different body kit on it, and people are like, oh, but you know, Toyota refined everything. It doesn't matter. No. It's, it's still, at heart, a BMW Z4. Yeah, it might it's, be a Toyota chassis, but it's a BMW heart, and that's yeah. where it slides around. I don't even know if it's much of a Toyota chassis, is it? Because, oh, I mean, God, like, no. you look at the body panels, and it just looks like an aftermarket Z4. Mm. Like, somebody mm. from the boy racer scenes got their hands on a Z4, put slapped on a body kit, and called it a day. Yeah. I'm just going to quickly move that because I hope that it doesn't shut off anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I've got to work out the next bug for the um, podcast. But oh, sweet. That's the main thing. Um, what we were saying, it's just, they didn't do it justice. No. No, but they really didn't. It's, it could have been done so much better. Even if they, like, I don't know why they were trying to cost save or do anything. I mean, look at what Nissan's done with the was it the 400Z or mm. the Z Proto or yeah. whatever they've called it? Or I think it's just simply called the Z. Okay. But I think people refer to it as the yeah. 400Z. Yeah. I mean, that looks cool. I like that. It's I do got, like what they've done. It, like, it's still keeping that Z look about it. Mm. It still looks like it's part of the Z chassis or Z line or whatever it's called. But like they released it in manual. Mm. Um, 
You can interchange the parts. Yeah. You can do anything you want to it, basically. It's it's still a Z. Like, they've taken homage from, like, the first, like, what is it, the 280 mm. or whatever it was. Um, like, it just looks so cool. Yeah. And it's what they sh- what these manufacturers should be doing. Oh, you're taking your clothes yeah. off now. <laughs> Show my saucy little ankles. For those of you that can't see, Isaac's taking his socks off. He's showing a little bit more skin. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, he's saying yeah, they've really done it justice the Z, and I think Toyota should have put a bit more effort into it. I yeah. mean, they spent ten years on the Lexus LFA, refining that over and yeah. over again. Why couldn't they do that with the Supra? Mm. The Supra actually has a name to it, and yeah. like you do see them around, but it's it's a heritage car. Yeah, and they didn't do justice to the heritage. No. I think apparently with the next gen of the Mark V Supra, they are releasing it a manual. Yeah, that's I, what I I've heard. Yeah. I guess we'll wait and see when it comes out. Yeah, because they really do with these sports cars, especially the Halo cars, need to release them in manual. Mm. And I think after the Mark V Super got released in only automatic, there was a lot of outcry of about it. I think even though it's basically a Z4, yeah, people still would have bought it if it had the manual gearbox. Of course, but I think less people bought it because it didn't have mm. the manual gearbox. Yeah. Um. Drift games. Do you watch them on YouTube? I've watched a few of them, yeah. Yeah, so I can't remember the guy's name because I've only just recently started watching them. But one of the main guys, he's got a... a is it the A90, the new one? Yeah, A90. Yeah. Um, he's got one of them and he's just done a real nice body kit. And he said it, he, he reckons it pretty much looks like now what it lo- should have looked like okay. from factory. Yeah. And yeah. I think he's right. It's got a nice little ducktail spoiler. It looks more aggressive. Yeah. Um, he's blacked out the roof, but done like a different line as to what. Okay. And it looks really nice and clean. Sweet. And it looks like it's all sort of meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, real nice body kit. I think it's got a diffuser on it, and it just looks. Yeah. It's little accentuations that just make the car so much better. Yeah, but I mean, in saying that though, your super. I always forget what like model it is. It's not A ninety. I said that before. A eighty. A eighty. A eighty. Ah. So the, yeah, the A80 or Mark IV Supra, it's a very, it, like, the outlines are very basic. Mm. Like, it doesn't have much going on. But, no, the body itself looks really good and yeah. unique. Yeah. Like, you can see from the side, from behind, from the front, yeah. you know exactly what it is. It's nothing special. They didn't go super crazy with the lines. No. But you know exactly what it is. Yeah, it's not like, like, the R34 GTR. Like that's got, hmm. like you, that's got the bit more. I think. How do I say it? Um, a lot more attention, I think, put into the lines and all yeah. that. It's got this yeah. real big boxy look, whereas yours mm. is sort of it's it's bubbly. Yeah, it is. but it's just the shape of it mm. is real nice. Yeah, and yeah, you you can tell whenever you see one. Yeah. I, in all fairness, saying that though, when I first when I met you at that first meet, um. I was like, is that a Supra? No, I think it's a Celica. Is it a Supra? I think it's a Supra. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure it is, but I, no, that can't be a Celica. I'm pretty sure it's a Supra. <laughs> and so even I was confused, but there was still, I was still getting my head around a lot of the JDM cars because I was only just really getting fully into the car scene then. Yeah, yeah. Beforehand, I wasn't really watching videos on Supras and all that. Mm-hmm. I knew mostly what they looked like, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> 
home, you're standing like head above the crowd, and just sort of like yeah, having a peek. You're like, oh, is it? Is it not? Is it? I think yeah. it is. Yeah, and then I came over. I was like, oh, I love the car, and you're like, you can sit in it if you want. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? What? And you're like, yeah, man. I sat in it. I'm like. Oh my god, <laughs> it is just the nicest feeling. If you want to see a bit more in-depth detail on it, go check out the YouTube video on the MZ Octane YouTube channel, um, where we had a bit of a tour of Isaac's Supra, or his overweight Salika. Um, yeah, we had a bit of a tour of that, he took us for a bit of drive. He's done it up a little bit, uh, he's put, you put the roof spoiler on it, now so put that a video. spoiler on it. You've got the cam cover. I finally got my cam cover back, I've... I can't remember if I had the pod filter in that video or not, but I've got the original remember, yeah. I've got the original air intake on it, I've yeah. got new PCV valve, I've got a new fuel filter going in, I've got probably I've got a sub now, I'm not sure if I had a sub in no, that video, didn't, but I got a, nice, afterwards. got a nice sound system in there now and I'm doing my best to return it to stock. Yeah. From there I'm then going to then actually bastardize it and change it, but I wanna return it to stock, return it to but, its former glory. But the thing is as well, when you're gonna customize it you're not going to just like oh, go put chuck on like I'm not gonna some outrageous it. body kit no. rice it out deep dish wheels like you're not no. doing nothing against people that do that but you're not doing that no. rice racing the car isn't for me i want to change the rims i want to get rims that look exactly like stock but they're sitting at 19 inch rims rather than yep. the 16s that i have now i can't believe that's obvious i know it's, it's, so, it's so tiny but i've got 55 inch profile or 50 inch Jesus Christ, 55, <laughs> 55 mil profile tyres, so like I've got, I got chunky like yep. um, sidewalls. Um, on a turbo manual it, maybe put it on a Justice, I want to lower it just a little bit. Um, I want to put uh, Active Era front lip, yep. and that's really it. That's pretty much it, eh? Mm. Like, you're not going full outrageous no. crazy, you're just sort of sprucing it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's I a like great way to put it. Because, I mean, you can chuck a turbo on there. You don't need to forge the internals because I don't know if they already come forged or not. Mm, but They don't. On paper, you can plus T the engine. Yep. But I don't quite want to do that. And I want to keep the original engine because my car's yep. only got 70,000 Ks. They're only clipped over the other week. I've got 70,000 original Ks. So I don't want to have to buy a new engine to have one that I don't know the history yeah. of and all that. But I do want to forge the internals and do it all properly myself yeah so instead of just plus teeing it i am still going to plus tee yeah. it but i'm going to do it the proper way rather than just bolting on a turbo onto the side and hoping for the best you sure you don't want to just do bolt on like it'll be fine don't bother into cooling it eh? just ah, slap right. a big old turbo on there and call it a day it's a 2j it's bulletproof yeah exactly <laughs> no no oh, like, man. As, as, as easily as i know i could do that i know it's going to bite me in the ass one day days yeah. like today were absolutely hooning it would hold up but then I'd stop and I'd find but it. You also don't want to, yeah. You don't want to be driving, and next thing you know, you just see your heat just shoot through the roof. Mm. That'll just be, yeah. That won't be too good. No, um, no. I'd, I'd, I'd quite like to not have that happen. <laughs> you don't want to destroy your what? Probably valued at sixty thousand dollars. That I, I think that's what today's valuation of it is. Yeah. Yeah. They're crazy in price, oh, man. God, no, I bought it for twenty five. That was five, four years, four, four years ago, years? and it's doubled in value, more than doubled in value in that time. Cars nowadays, anything's doubling, tripling in well, value. I don't know how much like my RX-8's gone up in value because I got it for a fucking steal. Yeah, three grand for the six-port, six-speed manual. 
and I haven't seen any listed on Facebook Marketplace or Trade Me. That are the six port, six speed manuals for less than ten grand. So getting that, for, I mean, it's done one hundred twenty thousand k's on the stock Apex seals, but apparently whoever owned it beforehand must have looked after it oh, yeah. really well because even though the guy that I bought it from barely drove it whatsoever and. Um, I don't think he looked after it too well because it mostly just sat around. I don't think he pre-mixed or anything. I'm surprised Ooh. that it, I'm surprised that it's still going and hasn't had a rebuild yet. That's why I'm like 120,000 Ks. I'm expecting a rebuild soon, yeah. but she seems to be going strong, but who knows? One day I'll be driving. I'll probably be hooning. Eh? Next thing you know, no compression. Oh, oh shit. There we go. That's going to be an expensive tow. Just like you're on a car. <laughs> <laughs> So for those of you, I guess I'll go into the story now that Isaac's let the cat out the bag. My reliable daily, my ever so reliable daily that I bought over a year ago now, um, three months into owning it, it was pretty much little uh, about this time last year, sort of December 20, what year are we? 22. Yeah, uh, it would have been December 2020 oh, yeah. that I got it, so just over a year ago now, um, I had to get a new engine put in it, after three months of owning it, because I was driving one day to pick up my mate, and it started, like, I was just at the lights, and the temperature started rising, I was like, what the fuck, anyway, managed to get it to his place, topped up the radiator fluid just with some water, and got it back to my place, that was fine, it sort of, it was only overheating when I went over 100Ks, or, like, if I was going real slow, so mm -hmm. I managed to get it back without overheating it, which was fine. And then we, oh, then I, I think the next day, filled up the fluid. I was like, cool, should be sweet. Drove it to my girlfriend's place, leaving there, driving up her driveway, the car starts shuddering. I was like, what the oh, fuck? No. Turned it off and just, I looked at the temp gauge. It was through the roof. Oh. And like the bonnet was just so hot. Shit. Anyway, got it taken to my mechanics and yeah, just the whole engine was it just fried the internals and everything. The whole head was warped. It was bad. So, spent three and a half grand getting a new engine in that for my reliable daily. But um, it turned out that the reason it overheated, which some people will say it's because of the way that I drive it, I'm still going to maintain this. There was a bolt in the back of the radiator lodged there, so just the fluid was dripping out. I don't know how the bolt got there. It was, yeah. weird. It was really weird. Like, the head of the bolt was lodged in so it was leaking out and mm. so anyway that happened put a new put a Mishimoto radiator in it and got the got a new new ish engine put in it with less K's and so now pretty much a year later um happy anniversary <laughs> the synchros have gone in the gearbox oh. so I mean I've been having issues a little bit so um for the past couple months where I was struggling shifting from first and second on first and second on hot days and also reverse. Okay. Um, and also like when we drive like driving in traffic and you're in second gear for ages. Um, I was having a little bit of issues around then, so I'm like, oh, okay, the synchro are on its way out. Anyway, spent four hours cleaning it before the rotationals mm. meet. Left on the way to my girlfriend's place before we were meeting up with Isaac and a few others. Went to go shift from third to second. Nah, <laughs> only had third gear, and so managed to get to my girlfriend's place, stopped on a hill, 
let her out because she had to go grab something, and managed to drive it all the way back from Albany to Silverdale with a one-speed gearbox stuck in third gear. Well, nice. five speeds stuck in third gear. Um, yeah, and so taking that to the mechanics, they... Yeah, it's a synchros, and so we're sending it off to a gearbox specialist. They're going to have a look at it and tell me whether it's worth... Like, if it's going to be a cheap enough fix, like by cheap enough I mean like one or two grand, probably looking at two, two maybe three grand. Mm. I'm fine with that because it's still cheaper than buying a new car, but yeah. also if they come back and basically say, nah, she's well and truly fucked, um, or I need to get some gears rebuilt if that's damaged, then it's just going to be not worth it. So, Ouch. my reliable daily, which has broken down more times than my, or broken more things so far than my RX-8, which everyone has said, oh, they're so unreliable, the RX-8s mm. and all that, but 120,000 Ks on stock Apex seals, that's not bad. It's pretty good. Considering that mo like a lot of them tend to go at around 60,000. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, that's a common thing, is about 60,000 Ks. Mm. Because mm, I've always heard, you know, like the moment you hit 180, you go one minute past and it absolutely, the whole engine explodes and it's most time to get a new one, but... It's not so much that the engine explodes, it's just that the apex seals wear out. Because mm. the, the later RX-8s, I believe, are fine because they directly squirt, um, like, oil into, like, all parts of the yeah. rotor housing or whatever. Um, to keep it all lubricated, but the earlier ones, like my one, because mine's an 03, it doesn't have that. So, like, obviously it lubricates the inside, but mm. apparently it's not enough oil that it sprays in there to to coat right. the entire inside of the rotor housing. So okay. by the time you get to about two-thirds rotation, it's run out of oil yes. uh, in there. So that's why the apex seals go, and that's why they're so un notoriously mm. unreliable. Yeah. And so... That's why I'm pre-mixed fuel, because when you add, obviously, two-stroke fuel to it, it then just gives it that extra lubrication on the inside with yeah. the fuel and everything just to help protect your apex seals. And that's why a lot of rotary owners do that as well, because it just helps yeah. protect the yeah. engine a lot more. So They're actually not bad cars, though. Oh, like, no. I've driven it. I love that thing. That oh, thing's so cool. It's nice. Like I was keeping up with that Audi today mm. around the bends. Like, the guy in the, the Audi TT, yeah. he was like, Fuck man, that's cool. Like, mm. you were just sticking. You were. You were going I, it, for it. You were oh, bro, I was. I was on another level. Eh? I was like, hell yeah, I could be a, I could be a Formula One driver. <laughs> big step, I, I could have, big, big step, step, big step from amateur. Never, never driven in any amateur sort of racing division whatsoever. Yeah, just to, for, I could be a Formula One driver. Screen's gone off again. I better. Oh. That's going to be an issue that I've definitely got to somehow fix. Or find out whether it's going to affect anything. But, um, yeah, no, nah, that was, I was going for it. There was a couple sketchy moments, but for the most part it was, I was fucking focused. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Keeping up with these other guys in these modern Audis that have like, mm. all of them were all-wheel drive, the guys yeah. around me. Yeah. And... Um, they're in this 2003 rear-wheel drive Mazda RX-8. screaming out side window. Like, oh, yeah, everybody's got, they've all got like double, um, what is it, a yeah. double clutch dual pedal clutch. shift, yeah. dual clutch pedal shift that I'm there, like six-speed manual. Like. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, like even on those corners, everyone was, well not the corners, I was keeping up on the corners because my car's amazing with the body yeah. roll. But in the straights, everyone was just gone. Yeah, I couldn't, like, they, there was that one real long straight where they just mm. passed me. Yeah, but yeah, they, they were way quicker along the straights oh, because obviously mm. they're 
they're all driving like turboed or supercharged cars yeah. and then there's me in a 1.3 litre <laughs> but I can't wait to well obviously now club sport uh, no not club sport um, club fest has been probably postponed we've just found out today because um, our lovely Prime Minister has put us back in red light um, and so club fest is going to be postponed for the second time we were supposed to go to it last year but that obviously didn't happen because we had lockdown and then it was just coming out of lockdown we're like everyone was still unsure yeah we're like is it going to happen is it not but they couldn't because the borders Mm. from Auckland weren't open for us to get out so they postponed it to now and now this has happened and it's Mm. like they couldn't have waited till like the first of Feb to put us in lockdown sort your shit yeah exactly They, they couldn't have said like okay First of Feb, we'll go into red light. Mm. Like, just give us that extra week. Yeah. Like, Club Fest, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying Club Fest is at fault, but it's it's unfortunate. It's a bit of a pain, but mm. it'll happen eventually. At least now we've got more time for our banners to arrive. That's our true. Banners, so. I'm happy for work, though. Work's going to be super easy for me because no one's going to be back. I'm going to love it. Nah. I got, I got my... Because, I mean, your work's probably going to be harder now, isn't it? Yeah, we gotta do social distancing. We gotta yell. We gotta wear masks. Yell at each other. Like yell at our customers from across the counter, <laughs> about two meters away. Then you're wearing masks while two other people are serving other people or whatnot, and um, they're all yelling at them. So everyone's trying to yell at each other we're, mm. while wearing masks. You can't hear anything. It's mm. like you gotta yell over your your workers. You're like they're yelling at their conversation. Yeah, exactly. We, everyone's just trying to across. yell over each other, and it's just oh, it's a pain, but. <laughs> oh, not looking forward to it, but oh, well. fuck, it is what it is. Hopefully, it's the new world. Don't fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. It's not the new world. It's just temporary. Mm. I hope so. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh fun. man, not fun. Nah. But I don't even know what to say. I'm just. No. Half brain dead, half exhausted, trying to figure out words. But in that case, I think we might end it. We're at about just over half an hour, I so I think it's pretty good for the yeah. first podcast. Um, drop us a like, comment, follow us, subscribe, share it around to all your friends. Really enjoyed this. We'll have, we'll try upload. I'm gonna say once a month. I don't know how much that'll happen, but mm. we'll try. We'll release. We'll try and release them at least relatively consistently consistently get a rhythm going try and figure out some ideas for the podcast if anyone has any ideas or anybody any conversation topics topics, anyone who's big in the casting that wants to come jump in come sit on the casting couch gonna sort of play around with the room um and figure out a better layout for the podcast but i guess this is fine at the moment for two people but yeah Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, everyone. I'm Dan. I'm Isaac. And we'll see you guys on the next NZ Octane podcast. Have a good one.